It's Wednesday, September 13th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Today, we continue walking through the book Ordinary by Tony Morita, and we have the privilege of having Blake Wilson lead us through chapter two. All right, Herbie, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I'm just so excited to be able to share a little bit about um, chapter two of Ordinary. I've just been really challenged as I've read through this book and just grateful for Tony and his partnership in ministry and just excited to see um, how this book challenges our team and really challenges our, our, our listeners as we walk through this over the next few days together. But as I was leading um, our team looking through chapter two, talking about kingdom hospitality. I've, I've just really been challenged personally in the hospitality that, um, my family and I are doing as we open up our home and our lives to serve our local community and really just challenged with how kingdom minded and kingdom fo- focused we have been, um, as a family and just sowing gospel seeds in, in what Tony really describes as just ordinary life. And, and as we, um, begin to, to look through this, this chapter together, um, Luke 14, 12 through 24 is really a passage of scripture that I think um, we can really dive into to, to get a clear look of what um, Jesus is telling us when we talk about kingdom hospitality. So I just want to read through a few scriptures today as, as we jump in. But this is Luke 14, 12 through 24. And it said, he said also to the man who had invited him in, when you give a dinner or or a banquet, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors, lest they also invite you in return and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. For you will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. When one of those who reclined at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said to them, A man once gave a banquet and invited many. And at the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field and I must go out to see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I have to go examine them. Please have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. And then the master of the house became angry and said to his servant, Then go out quickly to the streets and the lanes of the city, and bring in the poor and the crippled and the blind and the lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you have commanded has been done and still there is room. And the master said to his servant, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel people to come in that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. I love the picture that Luke 14 paints for us of kingdom hospitality, of ultimately the intent of the banquet had gone away um, and, and people began to make excuses. And I, you know, when I read through this passage, I, I began to look at, you know, my community and the world that I live in and, and really the chances um, of an opportunities that I've had um, to both 
partake of hospitality and to give hospitality and how, how life often gets in our way and how we make excuses. And ultimately, when we make those excuses, we miss out on opportunities to really experience what the Lord has has for us. And we miss out on those blessings. I've just been, you know, challenged as 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 I lead my family and as I, I lead um, our some of our team here at Lifeline of just the, the importance of getting out of our bubbles so that we um, don't miss out on what blessings the, the Lord has for us. And ultimately, um, the challenge of being intentional in our hospitality of sowing gospel seeds um, and having a kingdom mindset as we do that. And I think, you know, there's so many ways that that we can all really practice this. Um, and, and Tony walks through the book and 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 talks about opening our hearts and, and first opening the Bibles, but lastly, opening up um, our doors to our to our homes. And I, I think as a ministry, um, one of the ways that I've really been um, encouraged recently is through seeing what the Lord is doing uh, through our our family's count program and ultimately how we have seen so many of our families and volunteers truly open up their doors and open up their lives and their hearts just to pour into a community who is in need. And we've we've thrown around um, a term a lot recently of just um, relational poverty and ultimately how that affects um, so many of our our um, our families on a deeper level and then things that and really in ways that we've never experienced because we always, um, you know, as we, I, I speak for myself, I've always had a support system of a family and, and friends and coworkers who I can rely on in a time of need. But, but so many families who are in the midst of crisis don't have a support system uh, and they are just relationally poor. They just need help in their lives. And through families count, we've been able to see the Lord really work in the lives of these families through matching them with a mentor to just to have somebody to call on, somebody to ask questions to, somebody just to do life with, and and then to connect them back to the local church and to see um, gospel transformation happen as the church disciples them and walks through this hard season of life that they are in and, and really see um, kingdom-minded hospitality happen right in front of our face. And and I was, as I was reading through this book and studying scripture, you know, I just continue to to go back to the numerous stories that we hear on a daily basis at Lifeline uh, of the lives that are being changed through kingdom minded hospitality, in so many in so many unique ways that families and, and our listeners can even get plugged in um, to provide that. So, Families Count is is just a phenomenal way. I really encourage you guys to visit our website to get more information about how you can participate in Families Count, either through partnering with your church or um, becoming a mentor yourself. There's so many opportunities through Families Count. And then, you know, as a, as a ministry, we've been involved um, with, with foster care in so many different facets. Um, maybe that's one of the ways that you can practice hospitality as a family is, is to open up your home. And, and maybe if it's not to um, you know, a, a, a full-blown placement, maybe just to, to go through the program so that you can become a respite family to where you can support friends and family in your community groups and in your church that do feel called to take a placement, to give them weekend relief and just to give them the support that they need um, as they have followed the Lord's call on their life through foster care. There also, of course, are opportunities through adoption. If the Lord has called you to open up your your family and your heart um, just to bring another little one into your home. The need is just tremendous um, for us to answer the call of, of James one twenty seven 
and just to um, follow the biblical mandate to care for the orphan. Um, and there, there's so many ways that the Lord has given Lifeline um, just to really make this uh, tangible and accessible for for families to get involved. So I, I just as we wrap up today, I just want to um, just reflect again on, on Scripture and really Matthew 25 is, has always been one of my favorite passages. But in Matthew 25 and and, and verse number 37, um, it says, "Then the righteous." will answer the Lord, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? And verse number 40 says, then the king will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. And I think as we as we close out today, I want to leave you with that passage of scripture. You know, as you go through your as your normal daily routine, um, and as life gets busy, I want to encourage us to take time um, to look around. What have uh, what has the Lord put in our path? What are those opportunities right in front of us to display kingdom minded hospitality? Um, and how are we going to display God's glory through that? So um, I'm thankful for your um, time today, and I just pray that you are um, assertive to the Lord's call on your life and to the opportunities He's put before you today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the followers. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.